This isn't really a podcast, it's more of you getting to watch me be bitch slapped. If you're wondering what it's like to have been doing mold avoidance for two and a half years, I'll tell you what it's like. It's continual bitch slaps by wood, rotting, moldy wood. If you think about it, wood that is not growing in the ground anymore, like a, like a living tree, is basically rotting. It's dead. It's decomposing organic matter. I did a podcast on this a few weeks ago. Um, it's about how houses are toxic, and it's called the ugly truth about your house. So basically, the longer I've done mold avoidance, the more I realize that basically all we've been doing in the last two and a half years, of course, we've been doing a lot of healing, and I have my health back, but mostly we've just been getting bitch slapped by wood. So many contaminated things, RVs going bad, rental houses going bad. I am just so done with wood. My wife right now is on the way to the hardware store to buy another power drill because our power drill was stuck in the moldy house for three months. I didn't realize it was still in there. And, you know, of course, a power drill, you're handling it, you're changing out drill bits, you're, it's spinning with a fan. And it's just like, I'm just not going to use that. I don't want mold in my face. Like I'm, I feel violated by the fact that our society forces us to live in processed heavy metal laden particle board houses like that's what we have to live in unless you want to basically live in a metal box somewhere but I am at the point where I would pretty much rather face any obstacle I would rather face any foe and just escape from wood unless it's old untreated natural wood which you basically never find anymore in houses at all unless you're really lucky or you know you come across an old log cabin or something so this is my divorce from wood. I am publicly announcing that I'm getting a divorce, not from my wife, but from wood. And I am filing divorce paperwork now. I started the divorce proceedings last fall, and then my abusive lover came back to me and tried to give get me to give her another chance. And so we rented another wood house that, of course, bitch slapped us in the same way that they always do. And so now the divorce should be finalized and we should be completely free of wood within a few months. And I am never going to spend my hard-earned dollars on wood again. I'm just, I just have no interest. It's literally like an abusive relationship where somebody sucks you in with love and devotion and the promise of a better tomorrow. And then they slowly start abusing you and violating you and then you spend months and years and tens of thousands of dollars to try to get out of the relationship that's literally the perfect analogy and I'm done the divorce is going to be finalized I have been living in my <clears throat> uh, metal RV and any possible challenge that I face out here whether it's lack of insulation whether it's um, utilities this or that like it pales in comparison to being bitch slapped by wood so this is my public announcement of my divorce from Wood, and there's just no way after two and a half years. I kind of thought that it would get better, but I am not having the same experience that other people have where after they do mold avoidance for a certain amount of time, they can move back into a quote-unquote normal house. If you look at what particle board is made out of, it's a bunch of preservatives and chemicals and especially heavy metals, and as that wood decomposes and the mold eats the wood, 
the mold is basically processing those little chemicals and heavy metals into super toxin bombs. And as far as I'm concerned, the healthier I get, the, the less I want to live in wood. It's, it's not the other way around. For me, the healthier I get, it's not like, oh, I'm finally ready to go back to living in toxic wood. It's actually the opposite is happening to me. The healthier I get, and I'm having amazing health gains. I mean, I'm feeling just better than I've ever felt before in my life. Um, someone asked, you know, how do you know you're healing? And I'm like, if you don't know that you're healing, then you're not doing the right treatments. <laughs> like if you're really sick and you can't tell if you're getting better, you probably want to change up what you're doing. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I'm just having more desire to get away from what not less desire. And <clears throat> it's interesting because a lot of the other offenders and toxins and bad things, I don't mind at all. I don't care about, um, you know, all of the other little toxins that used to bother me. And then that's sort of exactly what's supposed to happen in mold avoidance. Your body heals and gets stronger to the point where it clearly differentiates what are the things that are hurting you and what are the things that are not. And fragrances and uh, chemicals and diesel and foods that I used to be allergic to, I don't even notice those things anymore. Like they don't even bother me in the slightest bit Wi-Fi in my trailer. You know, it, it's like all my body is saying is don't worry about all of this other stuff. You're healthy, you're strong, you can handle it, but stay the F away from that particle board that is constantly absorbing humidity and rotting and spitting out poison-laced mycotoxins. Like my body's just like, we're done. We're not going back to that. And it's getting stronger by the day. I hate to tell you folks, if you're expecting to do mold avoidance, then be able to go back and live in a particle board OSB constructed house and feel good, maybe you can do it. I'm not saying nobody else can do it. I've heard of people doing it, but I don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. I mean, I'm you you get you get out of being sick like a trapped animal who's been trapped in a cage for years. You don't want to go back in the cage, you know? And and you these houses lure you in and and they feel good for a few days while you're checking them out. But the, the, it's just a, it's a disaster waiting to happen. I mean, it's just one leak or one humid day or one rainstorm away from exploding into a mold bomb. And that's exactly what's happened with the last two rental houses we've had. So it's just not worth it to me anymore. I just, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. You know, like you get to a point where you're just like, I am not going to do it. I had a friend, a woman who's a very good family friend and she had an abusive husband and the husband, you know, he wasn't like beating or anything, but he was pretty abusive. And, and the husband kept going counseling and kept trying to do better and he would get better for a little while. And then eventually his wife just snapped and she was like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not going to be with this guy anymore. I can't do it anymore. And I totally like, so we, so me and my wife were totally supportive. We were like, yeah, you, you can't do it anymore. Like you've, you've tried, it's not working. He's not, he's not treating you respectfully. Like it's over. You, you can't do it anymore. And that's how I feel with wood. Like I just can't do it anymore. I would rather do anything else than fight with wood and have wood steal my money. If you look at the amount of money that we've spent on getting away from wood and throwing away belongings and trying to find temporary housing while we're in crisis because our wood is moldy and our family being separated and being on the road spending thousands of dollars because we don't have winter shelter, like it's a lot of hidden costs that add up, you know? And, and the problem isn't that we haven't found the perfect house yet. The problem is that there is no perfect house. And, you know, it's one thing to go into a building for a couple hours a day and get a little mold hit and go take a shower. It's a whole nother thing to try to be living inside the building full time 
and and expect that things are going to go well. Like OSB modern construction board is just bad. It's really bad. And and there's all this other crap in these houses that stucco and you know who knows. I we've been in New Mexico for a long time and been doing stucco houses. So maybe regular houses without stucco would be better, but I kind of don't think so because we had two RVs that were that didn't have stucco and just had particle board. And you you just get fed up of being around it. It's it's a violation of your health. It's it's kind of like um the the more I heal, and, and this is exactly what my mentor said would happen, that the more you heal, um, the more the body will communicate to you what matters. When you're really sick in the mold house, everything affects you and you have mast cell reactions and you're allergic to this and you can't have toothpaste. And if you smell one molecule of fragrance from 73 miles away, you go into anaphylactic shock. Well, when you start to heal, the opposite happens. 99% of your reactivity goes away to everything. But the 1% that remains intensifies. It gets stronger because it's the body finally waking up and having the energy to communicate with you. This is the important stuff. This is the stuff that's making you sick. This is the bad stuff. And yes, there's outdoor toxins. My, my reactivity to outdoor toxins is actually getting much better. I had to recently go up to a town that has some frat and some other toxins. Um, and I was surprised that I almost didn't even feel them. Um, it, it was, it was marvelous actually. So even, even my reactivity to a lot of outdoor toxins is going down. But the one thing that continues to be intensified is reaction to moldy house. And it makes a lot of sense because the moldy house is probably the main thing that damaged me in the first place. Um, I mean, of course, MT growing up in an MT location is also one of the, the, the foundational factors, but I'm just done with wood. And, and I, this is my rant. This is my, uh, <laughs> This is my song that I'm singing to you today. I'm I am just done. I'm done being bitch slapped in the face by wood. If you haven't already, I really want everyone to go listen to my podcast called The Ugly Truth About Your House. It was from a couple weeks ago. I explain why modern construction materials are literally the perfect storm, the perfect assassination of health. Like it's literally perfect for destroying health. I think you guys should go listen to that podcast if you have not already. It's called The Ugly Truth About Your House. So forgive me for being a little bit emotional, but divorces are emotional. And I'm getting a divorce from Wood. And oh, the last thing I want to mention is one of my mentors who's an experienced mold avoider and taught me a lot. He lives in a canvas tent with no, I mean, there is some wood housing involved in his situation, but it hasn't worked out for them all the time. It got moldy once, they had to remediate it. But their main reliable shelter is a canvas tent. And at first, you know, when I heard about his life, I was like, gosh, that's such a sacrifice. You know, how can you do that? Um, you know, there's so many benefits about modern conventional housing. But um, the more I, go, I do mold avoidance, the more I understand and the more I'm become, becoming like him. I posted this on the group today. My new my new buzzword, my new phrase is, I would rather deal with any obstacle in life, any obstacle that life has to throw at me, rather than live in rotting processed wood. Like I'm just to the point where anything else, it doesn't matter. Like whatever else is coming my way, all these inconveniences of mold avoider life, like all the discomforts of mold avoider life, like it's so much better than being bitch slapped by moldy wood and moldy housing. Like it's just so much better. And this becomes a lot more clear when you become healthy. When you're first in intensification in the first year, 
you don't, you don't really, it doesn't really make sense to you because you're like, well, I feel like crap anyway. Why do I care if I'm in a wood house? But I'm telling you, there is this polarization that occurs when you get your health back from doing mold avoidance, where everything, where your health is virtually indestructible. Like you could do anything and you won't be sick anymore. Like your health is virtually indestructible, except for the 1% remaining. It's like kryptonite, like Superman and kryptonite. And by doing mold avoidance, your body tells you what the kryptonite is. It takes a long time. I was just talking to a friend last night about how long unmasking took and how it took me over a year to become fully unmasked and then another year to get healing and enough mold avoidance to really be able to say a lot of this stuff. Like you guys, you just have to stick with mold avoidance. One of my other mentors told me before even thinking about anybody, anything else, you should do avoidance, avoidance, and more avoidance, 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 and more avoidance. And again, that was one of those claims that I was very skeptical of, but, um, you know, something happened around the 12 month mark of doing mold avoidance where I wanted to do even more mold avoidance. I was expecting, oh, after a year, I'll be, I'll be able to do less mold avoidance, but that's not what happened. After a year of doing mold avoidance, my body started craving even more mold avoidance and in the, in the healing got even deeper. And, and, uh, you know, it's wacky to think about that, but, but that's the way it was. And now I'm to the point finally, where I'm not really craving mold avoidance in the sense that a little bit of cross contamination or, you know, being in outdoor super toxins for a little while or whatever, like I'm not craving being away from that as much. What I'm really still craving at a high level is being away from moldy processed wood housing. So let this be a warning to you guys. You can lose a lot of money and have a lot of chaos in your life and have a lot of um, lack of ability to focus and plan on the future because you're in daily survival mode if you let wood housing, wood processed housing, dictate your circumstances in your situation. And again, I'm not telling you that nobody can do it. Some people, maybe they can live in processed wood housing and heal and stuff. Um, This is my story. This podcast is about me and it's about what I've learned and my journey. So I'm not, you know, going to ask for forgiveness if there's other people who disagree with this, because this is my story. Now in five years or two or three years, will I be so much more healed that I want to spend time in moldy wood housing? Maybe, but I still think it's a slippery slope because once you get in and you move all your stuff in and, and you get used to it and you settle in and you spend your money, like how do you know that that house is not going to end up being the bad house that makes you sick again? Like if, if completely healthy people are able to get sick in a moldy house, then why would a recovering mold illness patient not be able to get sick again in a moldy house? I just don't trust it. I don't want to be married to wood. And living in housing is basically a marriage because you move in and you're committed and you have a lease and you have a purchase and you have furniture and you have utility bills and and, and cell phone, or not cell phone, internet bills. Like you're married. It's a long-term relationship. It's one thing to go spend 10 minutes in a house, but it's another thing to get into a long-term abusive relationship. Like, I just don't know that I'll ever trust another house again. Um, now, if you're rich and you're Will Smith and you have a hundred million dollars, if you had mold illness, or if he has probably more than that, then who cares? I'll just buy a moldy house or a house that I don't think is moldy and I'll try it out. Like if you have unlimited time and resources and money, then you can treat houses like socks. Oh, I don't really like this sock, pair of socks anymore. I'm going to throw it away, right? Like you can lose 20, 30, 50, a hundred thousand dollars in a real estate transaction, and moldy belongings, and you don't care. So it really is about financial scale. This really does boil down to financial scale. 
like almost nobody is rich enough that they can trade in and out of house in and out of houses like socks and underwear. Even wealthy people couldn't do that for very long before their 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 finances started to be dangerously problematic. So, <clears throat> you know, if, if, if it's too big of a risk, wood is too big of a risk, and and it's and it's not like you don't get to ever live in a house again. I mean, you can build a custom metal home. Um, I'm I'm planning on doing that. I'm planning on you know building a custom metal home. There there have been some people that have succeeded with that. I'm I'm just saying that you know people think people get so outraged when they're like, oh, how can you say that mole avoidance? Um, how can you say that you can live without wood? Like it's such a hard life. But what I'm telling you, what I have personally found is that it is a harder life to accept the bitch slaps of wood. Um, I'm going to end this here. I'm sorry if this was a little bit more of a rant, a little bit less organized than my normal podcast. This is just raw emotions after two and a half years. Um, I dug my heels in for the longest time about wood, trying to make wood work, trying to believe that these crazy mold avoiders didn't weren't really needing what they needed. You know, they 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 really didn't need all of that metal and alternative housing. We rented an apartment. So let's see, we've had three wood RVs and three rental properties. So that's six wood housing in uh two and a half years. And all of them have let us down. So we're 0 for 6. I'm done. My divorce is in process. Have a great day, everybody. Um, just a disclaimer, please remember that I am not a doctor and I'm also not an engineer and I'm not a housing consultant. So if you have questions about medicine or medical, you know, your health, whatever, um, call a doctor. And if you have questions about housing and, you know, things like that, then call a contractor or a realtor. I am none of the above. I am just a person sharing my story.